What is going on, everybody? I am JD Tierney, owner of Southpaw Laser Concepts and founder of Southpaw's Tales from the Barstool. Welcome. As always, I'm joined by my sexy and funny wife, Kat. Say hello, sexy and funny wife, Kat. Hi, I'm sexy and funny wife, Kat. And thanks to our friends, I now refer to us as Kat and the Hat Guy. <laughs> How the fuck was that never seen? Cat in the Hat. I mean, Jesus Christ. I've owned a hat business so for two years. <laughs> It's it okay. Is. I dyed my hair. Artificial intelligence. We're gonna we're gonna catch up, people. Just give me so, a second. Uh, before we get started, like always, please make sure you go to streamyard.com slash Facebook and give it uh, permission to see your name so we can see who's talking. Because if you don't do what I say, I'm not gonna talk about your comment because uh, this Rude. this isn't the first rodeo, sons of bitches. And we'll bring it up at least 17 more times as the show progresses. Yeah. So, uh, give me just a second. I'm trying to make sure that I set these. Uh... I'm trying to share it to my page. You see how professional we are, people? Yeah, we're just. It won't let me share it. We're bullshit. So, uh, unlike any other night so far, we've actually got one of the drinks pre made because we were pre gaming with our guests behind the scenes. And fuck you, I can. I thought you still got to make one. You got to show them how you did it. We're going to make one. Do you want the half drank one so I get the fresh one, or do you want the fresh one and I get the half drank one? I'll take this one. All right. So tonight, by the uh, request of our guest Ryan Hunt, we are doing Manhattan's. Um, it's a simple whiskey drink. And do you want to take care of the the mouse? That is, in theory, a woman's drink, but it is. <laughs> it's uh, like how Cat used to drink. Typically, they are served in um, cocktail glasses. That's one of the few drink glasses we don't have in this household. So I'm just doing it in a standard rocks glass. And if you don't like it, oh, well. Well, uh, howdy, Frank. What's going on, Frank? So uh, <laughs> you take your mixing tin. You put a little bit of ice in there. Frank, what are you drinking? Let us know. Everybody who's watching. All three of y'all. Let us know what you're drinking. <laughs> so uh, do you want to put up the, uh, the uh, drink thingy there? I am going to put up the drinking. So for Manhattan, you're going to take two ounces of your whiskey. This week, we are using uh, America Bourbon, which is owned by a uh, combat Marine. They're not veteran. sponsoring us. They're not sponsoring us. It's just I happen to have it, and I happen to like it. And so we're using it. So you use two ounces of whiskey. and Ooh, you can hear it over the microphone. I liked that. that <laughs> I've never heard that before. That's so cool. Takes take them back you to those bartending days. Three quarter ounces of the uh, red sweet vermouth. I'm using the uh, Martini and Rossi again, which is no sponsor. <laughs> pretty much <laughs> the only one you can really get, unless. But we are sellouts, people. Yeah, Martini and Rossi. If you want to sponsor us, you. I. I will I've do done some, some really shady, shady crap shit for, for pay. pay. <laughs> I do it on the daily. Take a couple of dashes of uh, your bitters there. And unlike most drinks done in your mixing cups, you do not mix it. You actually just stir it. Stirred, not shaken. Fuck you, Bond. Yes, Bond. After that, you strain into your glass. You can chop me off a little there, guy, too. A little. Anybody who watches the show know what whiskey does to me. So I'm going to take it super slow. She's going to be a mouthy bitch in about 45 minutes. <laughs> I'm going to stay married. No, I want to stay married this time. Today, I love him. Not every day, but some. today's a good day. So then you finish off with a cherry. 
A little bit of cherry juice. You could make a... Uh, whoa, calm yourself. There. I'm sorry. It slid way faster than I anticipated. This would be awesome for cards, people. That was impressive. Awesome. So um, you can also do a, a variation where it's a dirty Manhattan. You just add olive juice and olives instead of cherry juice and cherry. Yeah. Um, so like tonight this. we're going to be bringing on uh, Mr. Ryan Hunt, the uh, owner of many businesses, founder of many businesses, a combat veteran. Um, we'll dive a little deeper into some of that here in a little bit. First off, we got to bring our sponsors. Um, he's going to be telling you about how you earn your mountain up or your tenth mountain tab. I'm not army. I was chair force, so it, I know some of the stuff he talks about. But besides that, I'm fucking retarded for army things. Uh, but I'm a civilian, but it all sounds hot. <laughs> <laughs> So let's get to our sponsors here. The first one we're going to bring up is the Legion of Loan Officers founded by Air Force Security Forces veteran Nick Carpenter. Um, his whole mission is basically just to bring value to anybody, mostly um, loan officers, of course. Uh, he wants to get you as many leads as possible, not just leads, but leads that actually pay off. Um, he has a book. You can get it, uh, the Loan Officer Strategy Guide at loanofficerstrategyguide.com. You can go to facebook.com slash Legion of Loan Officers to find out more information. Uh, just a great guy to reach out to if you have any questions about mortgage and loans and things like that. Um, the next guy is uh, somebody who's going to be taking all of my lotto money when we win, and that's going to be John Ota at uh, Gunner Gray Furniture Fusion. Yes, yes. Um, it's professional custom woodworking, ba- uh, custom built-ins, custom... Uh, Doors and wall hangings, all kinds of just badass furniture that's going to be family Those heirlooms. Barn None of it's doors. People, if you are like me and you watch like Mag, you what is it? Chippa Joanna Gaines, Magnolia Farms. He makes homemade, like custom made barn doors. But amazing. they don't get their shit from IKEA. Like he actually makes his stuff. It's awesome. You can find him at gunnergray.com, Instagram at gunner underscore gray, Facebook at gunnergrayff. Or you can call them at 508-847-1390. Next is another good one. The Soldier Girl Coffee Company, founded by Army veteran Carrie Beavers. They specialize in CBD-infused coffee. Um, There's several different flavors. You can get French Vanilla Cream, 100% Colombian Coffee, and Snickerdoodle. Uh, They also have a non-infused 100% Colombian Coffee. You can find more information uh, at sgcoffee.co.com. Co.co. Don't Carrie, go to com. If you're on here, I'm going to be calling you this week. We have officially run out. Yeah, we've run out. We need more. We you can also go Folgers. To, uh, like, like. I feel like a peasant drinking Folgers <laughs> now after uh, her and uh, our yes, other coffee yes, that yes. I can't say right now because we have a sponsor. But uh, <laughs> at Soldier Girl Coffee Company LLC on Facebook is where you find them. And then our final and my most favorite to talk about is the Warhorse Legacy Foundation, where they have horses that don't have PTSD. Um, they are there to provide uh, healing processes for veterans, their families, and their communities with the uh, different programs using horses and equestrian activities. Holy shit! I got it right that this time. Was, that was impressive. Good for you. It only took you seven shows, oh my baby. God. Hey, y'all, he's getting this. And we're only eight minutes in. It only took him eight minutes to get it out of his mouth. That's <laughs> what's amazing. Well, you can find out more about... Um, Helping and also getting the... Oh, my God. Now I stumble all over my fucking words. I, I celebrated too early. <laughs> You're fired. Yep. Uh, yeah, you can get more information by going to warhorselegacy.org, facebook.com slash warhorselegacy, or you can call them directly at 479-634-2119. They always need donations as well as people to uh, take advantage mm-hmm. of their stuff. 
So without further ado, let's bring on our guest. Uh, Mr. We have one more thing to bring up. What? We are less than, we're about 80 people away from reaching our first, right? 80 people. No, oh, like, no, no, no. 280 people. 280, 280 people away from reaching our first goal, which is a thousand followers. And then oh. we're going to give the big giveaway. We already have five things that we're giving away and maybe we'll increase it. So we got the whiskey stones and we've got coming. four hats. That a really hot bearded but, hat guy made for me. You know, so, shirts and hoodies and other things are on the way too. That so. is true. We are looking at maybe a Columbia sweater if we can get to. Maybe I can talk to somebody people. behind the scenes about getting us some shoes. Shoes. Our guest. Oh, which brings us to our guest. Which brings us to our guest. We're gonna bring on Mr. Ryan Hunt. So everybody. Say hello to Mr. Ryan. You got to bring him on the screen, lady. I tried. Add the stream. Add the stream. Oh, you there took you him go. off the screen. <laughs> I made it. Yeah, what's going on, brother? I'm still muted, but thank you. I'm, I made it. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you, JD, Cat in the Hat. Uh, it's a it's a real blessing to be here. And on that, I'm gonna I'm gonna drink to you both. Well, cheers gracias. to you, Ryan. Tink. Tink. I guess since you're in Texas, and I, I do have a fondness for Texas, to Texas as well. Oh, oh well, hell to yeah. Te- I'm always going to cheers. If you're in love with a Texas woman, raise your glass. If you're not, raise your standards. Oh, boom. <laughs> well, isn't there a song, All My Exes Are From Texas? Yeah, Live George Strait. Yes, that is correct. Some old king. Oh, well, or- and there's also like the stars at night, they're big and bright. And every Texan claps. It's a thing. It's like going into a crowd and going, Red Robin. And at least 50% of them will go, yum. (laughs) (laughs) And there we were. (laughs) (laughs) He just wants people to look at him and say, yum, baby, you are a snack. So I'll say yum. (laughs) Yummy. (laughs) So... Um, you know how it goes. Everybody that's watching this knows how it goes. This is a podcast where we interview uh, business leaders, military leaders, community leaders, authors, and more. And we don't let them sell you on their shit with the exception of the first three minutes. So you have uh, three minutes to talk about anything and everything that you want to pedal starting now. Wow. Well, before I go into peddling my own goods, I do want to tell you that Soldier Girl Coffee that was mentioned earlier is one of their sponsors is a fantastic coffee company it's veteran owned but more than that it's female veteran owned and carrie is just an awesome person so want to just do a quick shout out to her because she's just doing some fantastic stuff in the veteran space a little bit about me i do have a few little endeavors we just finished a veteran uh well actually it was veteran and civilian virtual summit for mental health awareness if you want to watch it or learn more about it head over to www.veteransocialsummit.com. And I see Justin there commenting. Yes, Justin, you got to admit, Carrie has come such a long way in just the last six months. Just an amazing transition and to being more awesome than she already was. So Veteran Social Summit, we just held a huge event on, on April 3rd, which was hashtag Today I Decide with some other amazing veterans and civilians in the space. One of them was Richard Kaufman. He does a a podcast, uh, The Comeback Coach, super guy. Check him out. You can Google him. You can put it into Siri, I think. You can put it into all these different things. 
So just some tremendous people. I want to talk more about them than about me, <laughs> but I will say that I do have a company. I have a few companies, but one in particular that uh, started as a hobby and is very near and dear to me, which is Mountain Up Cap Company, not competition with JD, as we were talking about during the pre-show. JD and I have known each other for a while, but you can find them, more information about Mountain Up at www.mountainupcaps.com. We're just doing some amazing stuff over there and supporting as best as we can the veteran community and just our community. We are really based off of three core values, which are patriotism, adventure, and generosity. So that's that's really what our company, our lifestyle brand is all about. We were inspired by, you can see up here, 10th Mountain. I'm originally a 10th Mountain veteran, a combat veteran, as I think was in the, the promo posting there. And I just do a bunch of other stuff. We have a coffee company. We have a digital marketing company. We make shoes, as JD was saying. So we just have a lot going on. And that's that's about it. You can uh, you can Google Mountain Up. You can Google uh, me or friend request me. And if you are out there, you're a veteran, you are looking to start a business or an e-commerce, definitely reach out to me. I want to help you. The information is going to be for free. So pretty simple. Anyways, uh, JD, Kat, that's it. That's all my plug. And I don't even, I don't think I use my whole three minutes. I don't. I don't think you did, but real quick. Um, you want to say anybody, not, not joke? You well, <laughs> what you just said about anybody reaching out to you if, if they're starting a business, if they're stuck in business, anything like that. What he said is 100% completely legitimate. We've set up uh, um, Zoom calls and phone calls several times in the past. They're supposed to be 15 to 30 minute calls and stay on the call together for like two hours where he just helps me when I'm stuck. I mean... I've been in business for a while, but I'm still learning every single day. And he knows a lot more than me because I'm, uh, I, I, I just run my head into the wall and that's how I learn. And, and we, all do. we all do brother. So, no. so if honestly do reach out, if you do have any questions, he does mean when he says that, um, real quick, before we go any farther, we can see most of y'all, um, commenting. We see Carrie, our sponsor. Hey, how you doing? Hi, Carrie. Uh, we see Lindsay. Um, There's our girl. He, if you have not yet, please go to StreamYard.com slash Facebook and give Facebook permission to see who you are. That way we can see who you are because otherwise it just says Facebook user. You want to pop that one up on the screen so they can see what I'm talking about there? Boom. It just says Facebook user. Thank you for your service. And uh, you. We appreciate you. Thank you for your support from the veterans. But hey, thank me for my service. Oh my that's God. What, that's what they well, say, right? I'm a veteran's yeah. wife. How about thinking that's, me for my That's service? the hardest I'm job in the military. Kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> oh not kidding. I swear. <laughs> I swear. Uh, I just had P. That was a trigger back to my days. Well, I, well, you know what? It's undisclosed now, unclassified. And my former spouse, she goes to a uh, <laughs> officer's wife's thing and one of the spouses gets up and she's like, and I'll protect her name. This is not really her name. Uh, she's like, I'm Captain uh, Stacy Smith and blah, 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 blah. But it just reminded me of that when you said that for one brief second, Kat. I was having these flashbacks. These the spouses, they do begin to own their, they really own it. And that's great. I have my husband's rank. Part of the journey, right? And yes. so they've, ta they've taken on the rank of their... <laughs> Of they their really service do. Member. 
They really do. And I and I only do it because I know it perturbs JD to no extent. Like he hates it so much. So I just do it to like goad him, you know. I, I'm here to keep JD grounded. <laughs> so I'm always grounded. I think that's a great well, idea. <laughs> I mean he's grounded like in like in trouble, but he's not grounded like <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm I grounded. see Jack is in there. I wish we could play his video right now, his music video. He's a yes. musician. Well, he's a lot of different things too. He's an entrepreneur as it well. Did, it did work, Jack. And we've Thank been you. needing to. He and I have been you have him on your tag forever. So before we get into anything else, I gotta ask because, like, the first time I met you was through Zoom, was through, or through Streamyard, and sure. uh, we talked. We briefly talked about you were showing me a bear. What's going on with the bears? Like, where? How did this come about? Like, what's the story behind the, the inspiration of the bears? Yes, sir. Yeah, I do get asked that a lot, and it is definitely a great question. So it comes from two different things. So first, my cousin, and she's a lot older than me, but she actually was a famous American bear maker and had a bear company. And actually, if you were to go to eBay or some of these other places, and I'm not going to plug her stuff, but uh, because she's retired from that, she, anyway, she was pretty famous. They even have a teddy bear magazine or did back in the eighties. And she was on the cover of that. <laughs> so she was pretty famous and um, I got to learn a little bit about that. And she actually wants me to learn how to make teddy bears and carry on the legacy, but oh. I don't think I have the bandwidth for it. So that's one. What's of one more business? Come on. Man. Now, the second reason is it goes back to the 10th Mountain Division. The 10th Mountain Division uh, goes back to World War II up in Camp Hale, Colorado. And Camp Hale, if you don't know, is located in Pando Valley. And there was a play on words. They called it, instead of a panda, they called it the Pando. And it became the Pando Commando. And so our inspiration came right from our brothers of the past of World War II of 10th Mountain. And we modernized it. We do sell the old one as well, too. And that's kind of where it came from. And you just kind of and ran with Pando Commando. You'll find... Uh, and sorry about the plug, but you will find us. And you can actually learn about the story there at www.pandocommando.com. The whole hey, story is there. That's pretty cool. I love history. Your three minutes. We'll 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 concede. We'll we'll let it slide. <laughs> I'm going to be plugging other people. I see some people down over that's, here that I know. I'm, I'm hoping for the knockout. So, so you you when did you join the military? You were because you're around my age. I'm assuming like late nineties. I did. I joined in the nineties and served, you know, two decades, you know, it both as a enlisted soldier and as an officer actually got out the first time, April of 2001, went back to college. And there was a little bit in between that, the April and the going back to college. Actually, I fit a lot of a, a whole story there, but we do not have time for that. And went back and within a few weeks, you know, I'm coming back from my one of my classes in the morning is political science, actually, and going through the student union and the TV was pulled out and the first plane had crashed into the tower. And I couldn't believe it. I was watching this thing live. I was actually in upstate New York. And then by the time I got back to my dorm room, uh, I was there watching this. And then the second plane crashed there. And it was just it, it changed my life. Actually, I felt a huge calling to return to the military. Of course, I was in college. I also wanted to finish my college education. So 
I decided to join Army ROTC. So Sergeant Hunt turned to the dark side of the force. <laughs> and after I graduated from college, yeah. I returned as a as an army officer, a, a butter bar, as they as they call it. And actually, I, my first assignment was at 10th Mountain Division as an enlisted soldier. And afterwards, I went back as an officer as well and got the privilege of leading some amazing soldiers uh, to Iraq. Well, I think um, both military and civilian uh, um, jobs, you know, in the military for people that went um, enlisted and then did whatever program to, to go officer corps. And then there's also things in the, in, in the civilian world, like cat works at, at the hospital where you can start off at, you know, just a ground floor, floor therapist, floor nurse, something like that. Continue to get your, your education and then get into your, your higher positions. But I think, but I think mm-hmm. that the, in general, and this doesn't, it, it, this is a generalization. It's not all the time, but the people that start at the bottom and then, make these huge jumps um, generally become better leaders and better. I think they're, they, they're more respected they because they've been there. They've been they, quote exactly, unquote in the trenches. Understand. It's like, like we're like JD's an awesome tipper because he was in the, the service industry for a long time. So it's just knowing where you've come from and knowing what the people below you are going through, but also understanding what the people above you are going through. I mean, it, it's kind of like a, a so all that being I agree with that. And but I also think that uh, it's it's kind of a apple from the, the poison tree a little bit in that I had a lot of lessons to learn. When I returned as uh, a, a second lieutenant, being Sergeant Hunt at one point in the same, basically, well, in the same division, and I actually had a lot of my, a lot of soldiers that had been over with me as an enlisted soldier were with me and I was now leading them. Oh, you know, wow. It, it, was, it was, it was completely, uh, there was a lot of learning I had to do for sure. Uh, and I had to mature quite a bit, actually. Uh, it's a different mindset. It's different responsibilities. It's different roles. And the army, the army changed quite a bit from the time Sergeant Hunt left in, in April, 2001. And when I was back, Add for drum uh, many years later, a couple years later, actually in, in 2004. And a lot had changed uh, just the way that the army was going. And actually over the 20 years, it changed a lot. Hope I didn't bore you with that, but it did. It, it's changed a lot. Every old timer says that though. No, it has. And I don't want to like age y'all, but I am going to throw it out there. So you were in the military at the time of 9-11. So was JD. Mm-hmm. I was in high school. So. Yeah, I robbed the cradle. I just want to put that out there, people, not to make you feel old, but well, to make you feel old. You know, <laughs> I got the young. And- <laughs> How dare y'all be fighting for our country? Well, I'm just. I got the trophy wife first time around. So. Oh my gosh! Oh, isn't that adorable? Actually, no. I, I was the trophy wife at Good first. Job. Okay, he Good married me for her, for her JD progressed into the trophy wife. He married someone who was overweight and insecure. And then, yeah, I progressed out of that into the wife I am now. I married JD because he's really pretty, but he's not very smart, but he's so pretty. (laughs) I I don't disagree with any of that whatsoever. So, okay. We all know that every branch and every job 
has their own traditions. Um, a lot of them, unfortunately, are starting to get squashed by correctness. But us old timers, as you so eloquently put it a little bit ago, can remember a lot of these. So tell us uh, what kind of um, what kind of things you had to earn and how they were earned along the way for the Mountain Division. Wow, what a good uh, lead in. <laughs> so, like- if you have children or you just get offended very easily, you might as well tune off. Oh my God, we're down to zero. No, <laughs> I'm tune off now because I'm going to a story. So there I was, just a young private hunt going to the 10th Mountain Division. And they had built this thing up. The, the drill sergeants that were from the 10th Mountain Division that had fought in Somalia built this thing up like the 10th Mountain Division was... You know, it's it's like going, if you were Neo, you're going back to the source or something. So it's just this amazing thing. You're going to do all this mountain warfare training. And we were even scared as young privates to put our, our unit patch on because we weren't sure if we had earned the mountain tab. How we earn it? Do we just wear the just the powder keg, the cross sabers, and, or do we actually just wear the whole thing? So... Get there. I have a really awesome roommate. He's a this young private infantry dude. So just a great dude and wants to go and party and and kill it and kill his like one brain cell he had left. And um, I say, you know what? Let's go to the day room. So we go to the day room and it's it's probably about seven o'clock at night. And a couple of dumb privates. I we go. It's one of the sergeants. Sergeant, when are they going to send us to mountain warfare school, Sergeant? And everyone just got quiet for a second. And it was just loaded with specialists, NCOs, corporals, and they're all looking. And they're you can see as the proverbial But they're like, What we need a and we need a good answer for these guys. And so the sergeant, he didn't hesitate one second. He's like, hmm. I'm going to tell you what, privates, I want you to get a taxi right now. So the private, we'll just call him Private Smith, gets on. He calls, gets the taxi into Watertown. And we're waiting, and he's like, okay, here you go. All you got to do, guys. How old are you? I was 21. How old are you? Undisclosed age that's not classified. But he's under 21. We'll just say, well, you know what, it's been 25 plus years, whatever. So 23 and seven months and like 26 days. So seven hours, but who's counting? Got it. A couple hours. So he said, he's like, I'm whatever age, 18. He's like, okay, this is what you're going to do. Private hunt. You're going to go inside the loafing jug. That's like a 7-Eleven. You're going to go inside the loafing jug. You're going to get a 40. You're going to meet Private Smith on the back. You both are going to, you're going to get two of those, by the way, two. You're going to drink them, chug them. Then you're just going to walk straight down the street and water tap. You, I promise you, you will earn your mountain tap. We didn't know what he was talking about, but we're a bunch of stupid privates. So we're like, okay. So we get it. We get in the taxi. We go down to the first loaf and jug. There's only like two of these things. We get our, our forties. We, we drink them. We have, we're just laughing because we have no idea what the hell we're doing, but the buzz is like coming on pretty quick for us. And we start heading down. The next thing we know, this car 
drives right past us and like screeches to a stop and drives back. Okay. And we're, and I'm like, we're like, Whoa, what's going on? They roll down the window. It's a couple of girls. Where are you guys going? And we were like, and being a little cocky, arrogant dude, you know, just straight out of being mented in, in AIT and out of basic training. I said, we're going wherever you're, you girls are going. And like classic pickup one, right? This is like the most cheesy thing I could have said. They're like, they backed up into under the curb there and opened the doors on the back and we jumped in. And we were we we're feeling it. So they, they start driving. They're like, hey, there's a cooler back there. There was a cooler. Oh, there was another guy too. And he was like this. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> those of you listening and not uh, watching, it was a guy that's obviously uh, slightly, if not completely inebriated. And, and we're like, hey, we're a bunch of stupid privates. And he's like, I'm a ranger. And, and we're like, whoa, oh my God, it's a ranger. Oh, oh my goodness. We've never I can't believe we're around rangers. And this is so amazing. And we pop beers and we're drinking, we're drinking. And my eyes could not focus on what was going on, but it finally focused. And I'm not a shallow person, but I will tell you that these girls were they were big. They were big. Oh, yeah. The thing was, you know, we were we were committed to earning our mountain tabs. You know, that's so at the end, we'll just say that I did earn my mountain tab by climbing on Gloria. There's a saying in the 10th bound of the salute. It's climb to glory. Well, this was climbing on Gloria. And that is how I earned my first mountain tab. And um, good for you, man. Is that the same yeah. as this right here? <laughs> it is. That is the same individual that, and you can see, look at that tongue ready for action. <laughs> there you go. We got a, uh, well, you got called tongue out glory right there by a few different people. <laughs> I know, right? So. Yes, Carrie. Oh, yes. Our panties should just automatically drop as soon as they bring up the fact that they're Rangers, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, allegedly. Yeah. I know some people that I know some dudes that are veterans that are combat veterans that still have this extreme hard on for Rangers. It's yeah. Yeah, I just I don't know. It, it's it's one of those things and uh let's see, you're are you still you're not sharing my photos still. Okay, good. <laughs> I had all kinds of stuff opening people chatting with me. And it's good. No, 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 we're not. But that's how I earned my mountain tab, and it changed my life forever, actually. So we did the next day, the follow-up tonight is they said, did you earn your mountain tab? And we're like, yeah, we did. And so they're like, go to the PX and put a, get your, your stuff sewn on then. And, and that's it. And from there on, I was a 10th mountain soldier. <laughs> so once, right. once you go chunky, is everything else funky or is it still good? <laughs> I think as a young man, I, you know, I, you have to try a little bit of everything and be adventurous. That was my philosophy. Yeah. Uh, As a young, as a young lad, now I'm, uh, you know, I'm devoted. (laughs) So that's, that's it. With kids on any, any kind of uh, biblical relations prior to my marriage. I thought you didn't have any. I didn't. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I can't say the same, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Judy's lying. He's lying through his 
freaking your teeth are real, but everything else that came out of your mouth is a lie. Okay, I'm just putting it out there. Who is a whore? I turned a hoe into a housewife. It's not a pretty thing. When you're when you're young, the expression is what young, dumb, and full of cum, right? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, we all we all did stupid shit, especially when you're cat. You have to understand something. Okay, we were soldiers in a place called Fort Drum, New York that is geographically isolated. <laughs> so we have Ottawa, about an hour and 45 minutes away, Montreal, Quebec, Niagara Falls, Syracuse, New York City. You have all these like sexy places to go. And when you're a young dude with money and you live in the barracks and all you have to spend it on is stupid stuff, you do it. And first until the fourth. And the 15th to the 19th. Living on ramen. Yep. And um, just to preface this, uh, if you're young, dumb, and full of cum and not male, it doesn't have the same ring to it. (laughs) 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 It's just not as complimentary. I don't know. I've been watching watching Sex in the City lately, and those girls are nasty, too. You've been watching Sex in the City, and you recommended... Manhattan to us. If there's something you need to tell us, Ryan, just tell us. <laughs> I, just like to, I like to learn. You know, I'm, I'm all about learning. Are you? Good for you. I can buy you a book. There's lots of books. That's. I don't know how to read. Actually, I'm, I'm, I'm speechless. I'm. I'm just. Yeah, that's a whole lot of what the fuck. And we lost Sorry, a lot. I, my, it goes kind of in order. I off the office. You know, is my favorite. And then I have oh, sex yeah. in the city, and then <laughs> we well, really got into the so like my favorite too. I love The Office. I've watched it like at least four times yeah. all the way through. Parks and Rec. I've done a couple of times. Parks and Rec. Yeah, yeah I mean, you, have, you have to do it. Absolutely. And then, and then favorite movie. What's your favorite movie? Movie cat. Oh gosh! Like of all time, that's hard, man. Okay, uh, top three. Top three. Top three. Hmm. Goonies is up there for me for sure. Reservoir Dogs is one of mine. Yeah, what? that's a good one. Yeah, a snatch, snatch. I bumped that off. Yeah. Snatch is definitely my top three. And yeah. you, and you, JD. I would actually have to say Snatch is number one. That is Goonies. Goonies. That's yeah, Goonies, Goonies for sure. Um, Back to the Future three. Really, I like number three better than one and two. Like that's I don't the know, western one, right? And Young Guns, Young Guns. I can watch that every oh, single yeah, day. Really, and he it? does. And actually, and then uh, Fight Club. You watch all the t- right. like. I watch Fight Club in years. You actually, yeah. I'm a Heat, Casino, and anything to do with the Matrix. Oh, and and Ooh. Dark Knight. So course. I'm more like a. I like Snatch. I like uh, Ready Player One. It's a fairly that was new a good movie. one. Actually, for some reason, I'm one of my son's favorites. I love it, man. It's very realistic on where the future could go. They don't like overplay it, which I appreciate. And the Stupid, soundtrack uh, is awesome. Uh, besides that, I don't know. Anything done by Mel Brooks. I'm a big Mel Brooks girl, so he's just hilarious to me and push boundaries that at the time were like, okay, and now people would probably try to get him banned from TV. I'm surprised he I hasn't already him. been uh, uh, canceled. Yeah, don't care. It's really funny. And also... Um, any mystery science theater 3000? The old ones. The new ones suck ass. The old original ones. I can watch this. You know, all back in like 96, day. 97 time frame. All Those day. are the good ones. Awesome. 
Thank you for asking, Ryan. Usually we're the ones asking the question. <laughs> I know. I felt like I needed to at least ask one or two questions, you know, and so how's, uh, how's the Corona treating you? I mean, Texas is different. It has a different vibe. And I went down there uh, a few times actually during coronavirus uh, doing some of my entrepreneurial stuff <laughs> and uh, it, it just has a whole different vibe than Las Vegas or, or Chicago, which I'm in Chicago right now, but I was, I was actually bouncing between Chicago and Vegas. So uh, it, it has a completely different vibe to it. So yeah, how, are you, how are you holding up? So I am pure Texan and by, and I say that because I don't really like taking direction. I don't like people telling me what to do. No, it's it basically not. how Texas is. So yeah, you've got this loud minority who are like, you know, want the basketball. Everybody else felt like it was un- unconstitutional. So yeah, there was a lot of that going on. So, uh, and we, it definitely hit us in a few waves and I'm a respiratory therapist. So I saw a lot of it. First hand. First hand. Um, but I've been, um, I got moved to the neonatal intensive care unit. So I've been kind of out of the coronavirus scene for a long time, but it's definitely dropped off. And it's nice to see now how, I don't know if a lot of people know this. So I don't know if I'm like saying something a lot of people don't know. But going back from when I was working the front lines with COVID and seeing like the antibodies building up in people's bodies, it was the the two types there's two types of antibodies it was both because they had the active virus well now all we're seeing is the igg and well not only but we're seeing the igg and over half of our healthy or other patients who aren't there for coronavirus which is the second one that builds up in your body over time which means that either had the vaccination or actually had the virus so if you think about it over half the people have the antibodies so over half the people their chances of getting it are yes, you can get it a second time, but it's it's minimal. The chances are, wow. are a lot less. So if you're thinking about it like that, safety wise, your chances of getting it, contracting it, of it spreading, should be substantially less. Just saying. I'm just a big fan of of how we finally somewhat opened up. Still you know, a risk, y'all. Still a risk. I'm not I'm not trying to like piss some people. But off. you're vaccinated. Please tell me. Just by show of hands. Who is vaccinated? Technically, I am, but JD thinks think, he's vaccinated. No, wait, wait. Let me, let me. Okay, she was vaccinated. No, no, no. This. I've had marital relations with somebody who is vaccinated. Therefore, I'm vaccinated because no. it's a sexually transmitted vaccination. There is no such thing as an it's STD. An STD. There is. This, that's oh, not a thing. That's not a thing. It's an interesting theory. Don't have sex with nurses because you think. I, I say, you know, JD, play it out like as as much as you can. Hey, figure it out. I'm fucking healthy, aren't I? Like how many times do you have to? Like, wrong. How many case studies do you need to, to validate? Oh my god! <laughs> like, like me personally, that I need to be with? Are you signing up, Ryan? Like, no, I don't. That's not a thing. Wait, it's not wait, a I thing. Carry the one. It's not, uh, it's not a thing. That STV is not. Yes, a thing. Frank, I can see you. But I'm just saying that that if you think about it logically, like that, the chances are getting less. So, so the risk is is getting less. But uh, there's a lot of people out there who uh, don't want to get the vaccination. That's entirely up to them. It's their right. It's their right. And if they, yeah. if they, if they do the research and they want to take the vaccination, great, good for you. I opted to be one of the first ones to take the vaccination because I wanted a specific brand. I, I, like this, I hate to, to 
I'm going to ruin the show right now because this was my unpopular opinion or whatever. Let's it. I'll go for it. it you're oh, okay. oh, right. I, we're going I, right into unpopular opinions, folks. Uh, I went out. I did. I got the vac. I got vaccinated. So, and I posted both times. I posted pictures, and I got some backlash from some people. There oh, were some haters that were told me that I was like basically betrayed. Uh, what being a veteran is. <laughs> oh, no. like, are you kidding me, bro? Like I would rather l- listen, I'm going to be safe, rather be safe than sorry on this. It doesn't matter at this point. I I've had the anthrax vaccination. I've been through many dust storms. Yeah. We had all kinds of chemicals and titanium and all kinds of baloney. And these are things that are in burn pits. I mean, so if 3M earplugs, if 3M earplugs, <laughs> you so, today. No. My but, thing is, is like I know it's unpopular, and I've heard everything from you let the government chip you to I got the mark of the beast. I've heard it all. Look, my people, thing is, the I, government doesn't need finish. to chip Can you. I, they have this. Let me finish. Oh yeah, they do. Look, I did my research. I'm watching us right now. Through every trial they were in, and I wanted to get a specific brand because I trusted it more before they made it mandatory at my hospital, and then I had to get the brand they had. I opted. I got it. And that was my decision, and I used my constitutional rights to make that decision, just like you're using your constitutional rights to not get it. Good for you. you If you don't trust it, then don't get it. I don't care either way. But I am at a higher risk of one, getting it, and two, giving it to my family because I was on the front line for the first six months when it hit Texas. I did it because I felt like that's what I had to do for my community and for my family. So suck it, people. Yeah, there you go. And that is the unpopular opinions uh, this week. We're both up to buy that coffee. If you want to do something, if you don't, don't. Yeah. I'm not going to shame you either way. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I. You know what? You want to smoke weed out in your backyard? Okay. Go for you. Good for you. Good for you. If I you don't, don't good for you. Yeah. Don't care. Yeah. If you're if you're sober, good for you. If you're not, as long as you're a functioning human being, <laughs> good and for just, you. And I just saw a comment that that I know has motivated motivated a lot of people and was actually on my mind too, which is it Facebook user. It says I'm getting it so we can travel, and it seems like that's that's the huge argument now. Is do we get this coronavirus passport, <laughs> or how do you prove that we, you we don't have enough time to, show to debate that one? Holy shit! That's the just- thing is, the thing is, like this coronavirus vaccine is not. It actually isn't the answer to everything. I mean, it's going to be similar to the flu. Yes, in my opinion. Absolutely. It's it's the SARS virus. It's a it's a form of the SARS virus. It's going to morph, it's gonna modify, it's gonna change just like the flu does. So who's to say that my vaccine, your vaccine won't be will still be good next year? Who knows? It could exactly. it might not be good three months from now. And I, I read I, re, I did read an article that said that it was around seven months. So I'm like, well, so are well, we gonna have to do this show? Their first uh, computer outlines were saying six months, but um, I'm past that point and I still have the antibodies. So we'll see. But they're doing they're doing long term research. And that's J.D.'s thing. They just didn't have long term research. That's that's the only reason. They're actually doing uh, phase three studies on pregnant women right now. So we'll see. 
We'll see. So that's not my unpopular opinion, though. What's your unpopular opinion? My unpopular. Oh, okay. Like, eh, no one really cares to clean, but you know, you got to clean, right? Everybody's got to do it. You're fucking adults. Clean up after yourselves. Yeah, we had to clean tonight. It was miserable. But I actually enjoy scrubbing our toilets. Yeah, it's fun. More power to her. Love it. Uh, it's that visual, like, look how clean it is. So bathrooms in general, not everybody's. I'm not coming to people's houses. So don't be commenting or like DMing me. Hey, you want to scrub my shitter? No, I don't want to scrub your shitter. I like scrubbing mine. So. What, what's really fucking weird is she has to argue with my 13-year-old that about is who is going to clean the toilets because he enjoys it as well. We rock, paper, scissors on who gets And I just sit back and, and let it happen. I'm like, cool, I'll go clean something else. Yeah. So that's my popular opinion. I like cleaning toilets, not yours, but mine. Okay. (laughs) I'm actually going to do, um, I've never had like a really serious, like legitimate unpopular opinion that, that, but it was something that popped in my head today. And, and, um, I think a very common misconception is somebody that is an extrovert is somebody that is a hundred percent secure and self-assured. And is anyone 100%? I, dis- I disagree with that because I was looking, I was, I was having a moment of, of self-reflection back into my early twenties, mid twenties, when I was like the center of attention in a band. Um, See, I you know, think- and I was extremely insecure and, and to this day, I'm still insecure to, to me, an extent. Me again. Uh, I think the opposite of a lot of extroverts, though, not necessarily in your case, but I think a lot of extroverts need that attention because they have low self-esteem. So I think that's a thing. That's why, okay, I'm going to say it, people, and then I might make someone mad. Not all big girls, but some big girls are known for being a little loosey-goosey, and I think it's because... They're insecure about their bodies, so they need that male attention to give them that validation. I'm just saying. Oh, that's, that's a very popular opinion. It's a saint. That's, that's very popular opinion. But not all women. I was a big girl, too, and I wasn't sleeping around much. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just had, like, a, it was a serious thing when I was, I don't know what brought it on earlier today when I was working, but that just popped in my head. Oh, but you're a Libra. So that made you... <laughs> Yeah. He loves going by zodiac signs. He's a Libra, people. Yeah, I'm so a Libra. She's a cunt. Extrovert. It didn't work. <gasps> Just not team. you. I was. It was the. You pointed at me. No, I pointed off of the distance. There we I go. Pointed in that general direction. You know. Not there. No, we're waiting we're earlier. Here. Now you're like. Uh, t- you need to play back. The brownie points are being taken away. <laughs> yeah, it was. He was looking real scrumptious earlier when he was talking veteran talk. Now, not so much. Don't like it. Who, who, I don't know who Facebook users that said, what the fuck am I watching? But uh, if you're if you're coming up with a drunk user, make sure you go to uh, streamyard.com slash Facebook and give them permission so to see. So we know who's silently judging us from the sidelines. <laughs> 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 oh, and Jax, he called me his spirit or animal earlier, and I, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> All right, so let's see. Next, you want to go into the uh, would you rather? Yes, I'm trying to find it. That's exactly what I was doing. So, would you rather? Do you want me to start it? I'll go first for this one. So, would you rather? Mm. uh, Would you rather have paper cuts in your finger webbing Mm, mm -mm. constantly? They never go away. 
or constantly have pieces of dust under your eyelid? Mm. I would rather have pieces of dust under my eyelid than I- paper cuts on the webbing of my fingers. I would agree. I uh, mean, I no. work at a hospital. You know how many times a day I use hand sanitizer? That would burn. It would burn. Like the freaking Dickens. And then what if you go like swimming or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. And like, honestly, uh, the reason I don't like wearing my contacts is it feels like I've got something stuck in my eye the entire time. So if I can do a contact lens is I can do a little dirt in my eye, but no. I would totally do with the paper cuts over the... uh, Are you serious? Yeah. Jack says he would rather have paper cuts. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I would. Oh I would gosh. much rather have the paper cuts because <gasps> it's just like Facebook user says I'm judging you. That's uh, that's Who Jacob. You? Potato this? Fields. <gasps> Seriously, hey. get your our heckler of the the night. You gotta have you. You do have to have a heckler. And so thank you for being. We're our, we're our own hecklers, though. When I, I know, right? You man. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, since I my uh, unpopular opinion was toilet based, I figured I'd stick with the theme today. All right. So, would you rather? That's shitty. That is shitty. Wait until I say it. <laughs> would you rather clog a toilet on your first date or clog a toilet on your first day of a new job? Job. First day, yeah, job. You sure. see, job really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You, you would rather clog a toilet on a date? Well, you don't know if the date's going to go anywhere. You don't know, but the job. You're in the bathroom. Go back and, to the job. Matters, Boss makes a dollar. I make a dime. In her house on company time. <laughs> no, for for sure the job. <laughs> See, it's easy for hospital employees because there's four hundred thousand bathrooms. Four hundred thousand toilets. There really is. So you just find one that's not really popular. That reminds me of the scene from. Uh, Along came Polly, where he goes in there after he eats the Indian food. Did you have you ever seen oh, that? Movie? I've never seen it. Oh, you've got to see it's it. It's been anyway. a while since I've I've seen that. He eats the Indian food. He has like a severe reaction to it, and he's like he blows up her toilet, and then uses one of her like cloths that her grandma gave her. So definitely the job. Yeah, there's a, an overwhelming amount of people saying job for sure. I don't know though because my thing is like. I, I know, like, okay, if I worked a normal job with one bathroom, I don't know, I might say date, and that's just because, like, I don't have to see that person again. It'd be a one-date wonder, and I'm out. Yeah, but if you clogged your toilet, and it could get, like, messy, it could overflow, okay. and then if you were trying to get some action, uh, that action might be... You might have to rush other, out of it. There's this, other action out there. There's like this a reminds lot of me, other action. No, no, this reminds me of a story that our brother-in-law told. Yeah, okay. if you're so, that far. You're committed. <laughs> no, if you're right, that so, far, uh, you're committed. Where, where I grew up, there was there was a mom and pop Mexican food restaurant that I worked out. It was one of my first jobs I had, busting tables. And, and when I say Mexican food restaurant, I mean like most of the people working in the kitchen were from Mexico. It was not, real, not documented. So it was legit, greasy, mm, good, good Mexican Terrible. food, like the but good. instant heart attack shit. It was awesome. Well, uh, my brother-in-law decided that he was going to take a girl there for a date um, long before I was married to her or he was married to her sister long before. And they sit down and they order the food and his tummy goes. <laughs> so he 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 
politely excuses himself and goes to the restroom. And before his trousers are completely down, before he's sitting down, just explodes <laughs> all over the toilet. In your the outside face. of the toilet, the wall, the floor, anything oh, except geez. for inside the commode. What did and, he do? And of course, he's, he's just like just flabbergasted and, and just... Yes, I use the term flabbergasted. It's awesome. Wow, good for you, baby. Oh. And so he cleans himself up rather quick, like, and he leaves the bathroom right as an employee is going there to clean it and was like, hey, bro, I don't know who it was, but somebody fucked that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> and then went back to his table like nothing <laughs> happened. Oh, he didn't get messy. Good thing for him. Oh, which reminds me of a bathroom story. So I was working at a hospital, working in the NICU and on nights, worked nights for like 10 years. So we were having some really crazy things happen. The hospital was all but empty because we had a hurricane coming in. So it was a skeleton crew, but we had to have NICU staff in case someone dropped a baby in the middle of a hurricane. We got to be there. So we already had some crazy things happening. Uh, clocks changing on their own doors, opening and closing. We hear voices. Well, I go to the bathroom and I hear someone talking in the stall next to me. And so I look underneath. No one's there. Okay, weird. So I go about my business. I was in there a while. So we all know why. So I hear the whispering again. I look underneath. No one's there. And then the toilet flushes. Nope. I did not wipe well. And I admit it. Okay. I like elbows to assholes out the door. Oh and as I'm, as I'm like running out, someone's walking. I go, shitter's haunted as I'm running <laughs> for my fucking life <laughs> to another bathroom so I can actually wipe my butt and wash my hands. But I, so this is like, it became a thing because she works in the NICU with me. So she just comes in there dying. Shitter's haunted. And like, it was oh, this yeah. years, no. years. Because yeah, that's, years. that's how it works. Work relationships you know, grow. The phantom shitter. The phantom <laughs> phantom shitter. <laughs> <laughs> These comments are like, they're precious. <laughs> I'm so grateful that y'all are a part of this. Hey, like it says in the warning, adult content and childish shenanigans. Yeah, we should yeah, probably exactly. say that also. We've had people say, I'm escorting my kids out of the room. And it's like, dude, we warned you. There's a warning. Dude, I, I told my kids, even though they've probably heard it plenty with my mouth, I said, stay downstairs. I'll tell you when it's safe. Watching TV in my room. So, yeah. Yeah, we, we send them up. So, do not come downstairs until we say you can. Yeah. Exactly. And they, we let them watch TV in our bed and they take up some juice boxes and some chips. And y'all will see me kind of like jerk and move. I'm sorry. My cat keeps coming in and licking my toe and walking out. It is the most disturbing that sensation ever. Uh, uh, toes. Oh my God. <laughs> Lindsay said, OMG, cat made me ink. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was something else, Lindsay, but hey, I'll make you ink anyway. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's my she's my homosexual life partner. <laughs> no, heterosexual. No, no, no. She's not. <laughs> no, you, said, you said what you said. I said what I said. <laughs> there you go. Songs I can watch. I'm cool. Whatever. Okay, so I'm gonna take this. Would you rather? Oh, did everybody do the would you rather? Wink, wink. Did you do the would you rather? You I did. did you were awesome. Okay, so I can take this off now. Super. 
super duper. Super duper. Awesome. So I'm going to ask a question then. Are you ready? I, I've asked it from someone else before, but I want I want a better story than what I got last time. No, oh, boy. That's a <laughs> lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> there is a lot of pressure. Tell me your worst morning after story. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. There's so many of them. So many of those. Pick your favorite. Pick your favorite. I don't have a. <laughs> there's no favorite, but uh, I I suppose the story that I I started off with we should conclude it. So I I did go back. Uh, we went back to her place, Gloria. Exactly. Thank you, Jack. Oh yeah. G L O R I. We actually get back to Gloria's town, and I I really don't know the area. But at this point, it's Private Smith and I with these two ladies, <laughs> and he, we're, we're asking, "Well, how far is Fort Drum?" We're trying to be very nonchalant. How far is Fort Drum from here? And they're they were like, "Well, it's about eleven miles." And this is in the country, mind you, in like a separate little town. And so Smith is whispering in my ears, and he's like. I'm getting out of the car and I'm running. And I'm like, you're going to run 11 miles back to Fort Drum in the middle of the night, <laughs> drunk. I'm like, good luck, dude. <laughs> and so uh, I proceeded. I was already in the mission and I wasn't about to cancel the mission or abort the mission. Wait, you're <laughs> in, you're literally physically in the mission? <laughs> well, I, mean, I wasn't in the mission yet. So I did go into the apartment. We close the door, the lights go off, and tactical retrograde. Uh, magic happens. You put your hiking gear on to climb that mountain. I climbed on Gloria. And then the next day, I wake up with a huge hangover. And I'm like, oh my God. And I look over and I'm like, oh my God, what have I done? <laughs> and I was like, where's Smith at? And so I go, where, where's my buddy? And it wasn't like, good morning. <laughs> I'm like, where's my buddy at? And <laughs> she's like, he just, he ran off into the dark. <laughs> I'm like, no, no way, dude. I'm like, there's no way this kid went all the way back. Anyways, it, it was horrible and uncomfortable because she did give me a ride back <laughs> to all the way back to Fort Drum. And there was just like this awkward styling story to this day. Like on her back? <laughs> <laughs> like a mule? <laughs> pretty much. I mean, like, saddle? I mean, she was a, she was a big um. And in Watertown, you do like a sack of coffee beans. And I do have to say that outside of Watertown, they, I'm sorry, outside of Fort Drum is the city or the town. It's not a city. The town of of Watertown. They, they, they call the girls citizens of Watertown, which is C O W cow. Wow. <laughs> so, so. Yeah, <laughs> when I was when I was at Latin, I, I worked she might at have had a really good personality. Okay. She did. She had a great personality. <laughs> she was actually a sweet girl. She really was. I was a big girl. And so I will stand up as I think that confidence makes them sexy, not size. So I was I was stationed at Lackland um the majority of my military career. And um early on I had to work walk uh work the gates. And I worked mids the entire time. 
I was in the military. It was always overnight. And Lackland houses the uh, DLI or Defense Language Institute. That's where we teach uh, foreigners how to speak English, military tactics, things like that. So a lot of it is Middle Easterners. Um, And they have their religious beliefs where they're not allowed to eat stuff, have certain sexual relations. Uh, They're not supposed to drink, not supposed to smoke, stuff like that. But when they are stateside, their their religion is like, bye-bye. And the, it's uh, like Hofspringer or whatever it is. Yeah, it was yeah. Romspringer. Romspringer. There you DLI, go. Like yeah, that's a great. Yeah, DLI for them is is Romspringer, and they would come through the gates at like two in the morning with deuce, deuce and a half, easy. I mean, I'm talking just giant fucking whales of women, <laughs> and there was one who uh, actually ended up wrecking after they got through the gate because he thought cruise control would drive the car itself and jumped in the back of the van. And it's like a, it's like the old eighties van with like the wood paneling on the sides and the round window and ended up running into uh, the bottom of one of the bridges or the overpasses because he thought the cruise control would actually drive the truck. Cause he was trying to get uh some, some fat slap and tickle. Frank, Frank wants to know. Uh, so you went on date number two the following weekend. <laughs> uh, Frank and another one said she was nice enough to take you home. She was very nice to take me home. I, I, wanna say, I do want to say that I'm grateful. I did not want to have to walk back, and my friend had walked back. Actually, he was like, "No way, he couldn't do it." So he actually didn't earn his mountain tab that way. Uh, but <clears throat> no, there was no second date. I didn't even get her phone number. And right. I, I, I'm very, I remember most names, but in this case, I don't even remember her name. Uh, I, that's why her name's Gloria. Big, big so, girl from Watertown, if you're watching and you had sex with Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> you probably wouldn't remember. She's probably, you know, had a lot of friends over the years, I'm sure. No, no, you were special. You were her first. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny though. It's like anybody else. Okay, they had, a, they had the cooler in the back. They had, you know, when they picked us up, they had the drunk soldiers. I mean, it's classic. They were on hey, a hunting party. This they was a, were, they were they, on. A but I think, I think anybody that's been that was a young single service member, regardless of the branch, will have not that exact story, but something similar. Occur. I don't think that's a yeah. service thing. I think any guy probably won't do that. Baby. Yes. Yeah, there is a... Um, right, <laughs> what? Oh. Standard operating procedures. Just no. I mean, it, the big girls do need love. <gasps> so don't, don't discriminate. Mark says she has your baby, right? <laughs> How long ago was that? How old? It's past the point where he had to give child support, Mark. That's all that matters. Okay, that, that would actually be true, but no. She was an angel when she was in, and the fact that she said she was an angel, I I'm throwing the bullshit flag. Carrie, you and I are going to go drinking, and I am going to find out the stories. (laughs) The Barrick Bunnies. You, you, me, and Jennifer. I haven't seen Jennifer on here yet, but that would be oh man, JD might leave me after the night like that. (laughs) The Barrick Bunnies. Now that's another thing. The Barrick Bunnies. Now, this girl was not a Barrick Bunny because you have to be to qualify in most cases to be a Barrick Bunny, at least in our barracks. You, you actually had to have 
So you were in the service, right? No, you were just like at that point, it was pre 9 11. So the base was open. So these girls would come and they would, some of them lived in the barracks. I mean, there there are guys that kept them. They would hide them in the the wall lockers. uh, And it it was ridiculous. But oh my God, you see that comment from Mark? He was a birthday gift to a big, all capital letters, big girl. It was fun. That happened. That actually happened. I see Joe from Maxwell Soap and I know for a fact, Joe, earmuffs on your on your significant other. I know Joe has a lot of stories. Oh, <laughs> no. He loves big girls. He's actually. calling you. What? He, oh, he's we, like a big fan of them. He can't stop a, talking about them. When, we like, have a friend of ours that was our glorified grenade jumper. The, he always went for, I mean, one, he was always for oh, His nickname was TP because we called him team player. He team was player. always the one he that would jump on the grenade one. for us. You gotta have a wingman that's I like that. He likes, one for the team. I think he likes the big girls. I think he's in denial even still because it's like, mm, Who's that? I don't know. Uh, should we call it, him out? No, we're not going to call him out. Okay. No, I was going to say, I have a friend and I shared this over to my closed group of about 11,000 10-pound veterans. And his name's Doug, and he was our guy. He was the guy that took one for the team. The you know, he would jump on the grenade for everybody. He did not care. <laughs> well, going back to, to the, the whole barracks bunny thing is is I was Air Force, and and we were spoiled. I had my own room, even as an E one, E two. I had my own room. I had to share a bathroom with another dude, but I had my own room. It was fucking awesome. Well, our our barracks were coed, so it's like. There was my room, a shared bathroom, and then another oh, room. And then right next door to me on the other side was a female. So it was it was just mix and match. It was all by job. So it was like ours was all SPs. The next building over was all medical. The next building over was all services or supply or whatever. They just they grouped them by job, and that was it. And so a lot of the barracks bunnies were actually people you saw on a daily basis at work. Oh, see, so yeah. getting passed around. Yeah. Ours was a little different. These were girls that would come from Watertown or Syracuse or Canada or wherever they came from. And they would basically migrate from room to room. <laughs> and, oh, man. Hello, Eric. Uh, know, know your worth, woman. Know your worth. <laughs> Tammy says this is going off the rails. Tammy, is this your first time watching this? This is a fucking train wreck. It, it goes off the rails. Hits a rock, goes back on the rails, and falls the other direction. This is the opposite of 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 the two events I just held, which were meant to help the veteran community. And this is going to help the veteran community, especially if you're a new soldier. But this is like, and Tammy just spoke at at the Veteran Social Summit today. I decide, and now she's listening. We went from one (laughs) extreme, and this is like the complete opposite, uh, polar opposite of what we were doing there. And but it's a good a good polar opposite if you know what I mean. Yeah, this is this is how I help. Yeah, you know, just fucking let loose, be yourself, cutting, and no... cutting loose and talking about barrack bunnies. Well, that, that's that's where that's what this is about, actually. Oh, and anyone who's a big girl out there who's listening, um, there is no negative connotation to that. I was a big girl, and JD could not get off of this. I've been pregnant five times. Okay, there's no hate. We love you. That's the way to do it. I was about to say something and I stopped myself. What? You better get snipped, bro. What? No, I think it's actually a little bit too much even for this show. 
What? Okay, I'm gonna oh, mute yeah. him. He's gonna tell me, and I'll tell you if it's too much. Okay, you ready? You ready? Everyone will be able to see my reader. Reader. Are you ready? I'm gonna zoom me up. <laughs> it might have been too much. Oh no, here we go. It was too much for this show. Even for this show, it was too much. Aren't you getting the snip snip, JD? Was that you? Yes. Soon. Um, I, Very soon. What's fucked up is I want to get the snip snip so I don't have any worries and I don't have to do the Catholic pull and pray. But they actually uh, they they found a heart issue, so they had to postpone it so I can uh, do a bunch of good. Things. That's good, though. That actually leads us into the conversation, everyone. Next week, we will actually not be having a show. Our son... Uh, a lot of y'all don't know this. How we found a cardiac issue. He had a cardiac episode and wound up having to be rushed to the emergency room uh, at the end of February. Um, they found a uh, malfunction in his heart, so they actually have to go in and cauterize this, his heart from the inside. It's called a, a cardiac ablation. So uh, next week we will be actually in the hospital with him. He's going in for a procedure on Monday. Um, he's staying in the cardiac ICU for 24 to 72 hours. So we will not be having a show next week, which is good kind of, vibes, good prayers, and anything else anything in our way. Anything you can be send our way. Um, and, and on the whim of that, we found out that JD has um, obviously some cardiac issues that we were unaware of. So, so yeah, we've got a lot we're dealing with behind these. This show. You know what's crazy though is okay. So he's eleven. He's Most eleven-year-olds 11 see a hospital and they hear that they're going to be having surgery, let alone fucking heart surgery. And he's like, "Cool, do I get Jello?" <laughs> and and Kat and I are out. you know and I'm, I'm I, I generally I generally I try to be the duck you know where it's like I'm calm on the surface but underneath I'm panicking and paddling like crazy yeah and that's with any situation I try to be that way you know I I was raised I got to be the rock I got to be the strong guy even if it's just an appearance alone um don't make me this, make a rock comment because I will yeah. This, uh, but this situation, man, it's got me like it. I think about it, and it's like I damn near actually. Get, he my, was my good. He was up. good, and I was a mess until we did the walkthrough when he saw the cath lab and saw the ICU, and I think it really made it real for JD. Uh, it was real for me because I've been in cath labs before. I've seen the worst. So, and actually, that I think that's why it's hard on me is because I know the worst thing that can happen. I've seen. The worst thing that can happen, and that's what keeps going through my brain. Not the thousands that we do that are successful, but the three that we do every two years that wind up being fatal. Well, it's just like poker. You know, you never remember all your wins, but you do remember those bad losses. Yeah, exactly. So sorry to get serious with y'all, but we wanted to let y'all know that we love y'all, and we are going to miss y'all because this has become yeah. our little Tuesday routine. And we're well, let's get back to it. so you're going to get your balls chopped off. Yes, when is that going to happen? After as, he gets his heart as fixed. As soon as I get cleared to have my heart fixed, yes. they're gonna they're gonna snip my nuts. But he has no, it's, it's, it's so it's a painless process. They're there talking to you the whole time. Well, a lot of people don't know. And you don't even feel it. A and lot of people don't know, I but I, I had a testicular cancer when I was um 19, 20 years old, and I actually had um uh Cancer cyst removed from a testicle. To, to and I was wide awake the entire time. To it is the local, and I think the hardest thing was was the nurse that was doing the uh, clean and numb was smoking hot, and I'm like 19, 20 years old. <laughs> I was afraid <laughs> too. Chubby while she's like, holding my wang in one hand and cleaning yeah. my nuts with the other, and I'm just like, oh my god, Mark, Mark, 
on a cold day, baseball. So, you know? well, what if you got like you were, were aroused by it? And that's that's what I, I was fearful of. Like, as I went in there, I'm like, okay, they're gonna shave my balls. And like, you were worried you were gonna get a hard on. <laughs> what if I get a hard on? Like, what if I get like turned on by this? Did you? You know, did and you? I didn't, but oh, that was, the, I, was, I think it's because I had so much anxiety about it. I mean, if, if I had no, like, you know, didn't care, I'm sure I probably would have been like, Burp. well, the worst, the worst thing about this most recent, um, appointment is when I'm getting, you know, it was, it was a physical slash referral for the vasectomy and and i'm like so where do you want me to put my pants doc and he says right over next to mine and, ha, ha, ha. Uh, no <laughs> what i think is the best part of the whole thing is horrible joke wow. horrible because of jd's like having to get half of a testicle removed he is now not two puck he's one and, one and a half, half puck, puck. <laughs> yeah it's huge god the jokes just get worse did you want me to draw you Picture. There's like one circle. <laughs> one circle and a little something. Like, I, like a it half. looks like a meteor crashed into a planet. I, you have to see that. It's too yeah. That's, that, that looks like a large meteor just crashed into into the planet Earth and like blew blew half of it up. That's exactly what happened. That's exactly yeah. what it was drawing. Good for you, Ryan. But you still got juice in you. Is Mark says. Mark says you get you still got a lot of juice in you. So I mean, you were able to pump out the rugrats. How many how many rugrats do you do you have? We have three boys. Three boys, oh, man. Thank God. Because if it was girls, oh my yeah. God. Trust me, I know all about it. We. I got, t- I got two g- girls and a and a boy, but the two girls. Oh my God. Is it harder raising girls than it is boys? I think so. They're more complicated and for sure, I think. <laughs> so I think, I think you're a, right. We helped raise a couple of our nieces and yeah, I would say that's it's right. tough. You know, you know what scared me about about having a girl? And it sounds really, really stupid. How to wipe? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I know it. How to wipe a baby girl. Like it's <laughs> not like it's not like with a front with a boy where you screw it up on occasion or any direction. Front to back, you know? man. Front front to, yeah, you can't mix the fluids. No, don't mix it. You'll get the, the stuff and the stuff, and you don't want to get the stuff and the stuff. You wipe front to back. Front to back. Yes. That, that was is, the biggest thing that scared that's me. Not, that's how you I had when we found out our third was a boy, I was relieved. And that was that moment I realized I didn't want a girl after all. But I was like explaining it at work and all, and they're like, Oh, don't you want a girl? And I go, No, my husband be like, uh, 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 I don't know where the wipey goes. <laughs> and, I, and then oh, when it's like a huge diaper explosion, it's like, okay, front to back kind of goes out the window. Yeah. It's, it's like a big it's a disaster. Anyways, just take oh, them through yeah. the I'm getting PTSD from thinking about diaper explosions. <laughs> well, so, how old are your kids now? I have a 13-year-old, an 11-year-old, and a almost three-year-old. Almost. Holy crap. So Ooh. your kids are What's very comparable to our kids' ages. Because we have a 13, um, he just turned 11, and then a five-year-old. Yeah, my son, my son is 13. My daughter, actually, and this is horrible, but I'll just say so my daughter was born, my twelve, my 11-year-old, who's going to be 12, was born on May 6th. My two-year-old, about to be three-year-old, was born on May 7th. And then guess what's happening on May 8th? Like, I got totally screwed, dude. Like, May 8th, Mother's, Mother's Day. 
So it's like pop, pop, pop. Shit. Like, like I have to get like four jobs. That's why I'm like a serial entrepreneur. Ryan, Ryan, then uh, some year they're all going to be on their cycles at the same time. Yeah. Oh. My, my, with the apocalypse. She'd probably kill me. But my, my 11 year old daughter and my partner, they're both the same. May 8th? They are. Yeah. I'm the only girl in this house, so uh, sometimes JD gets menopause at the same time on PMS. He say he, he's on the same cycle as you. He, we are. We're cycle sisters. <laughs> Lindsay, Lindsay's oldest turns 15 on May 8th. Oh. Um, May 8th is my um, fourth rebirthday from the uh, motorcycle. May 8th, uh, 2017, I was in a motorcycle wreck that put me in ICU for two weeks in the hospital, three weeks and out of commission for quite a while. So if he forgets your name, people, don't take it seriously. He has traumatic brain injury uh, or he's just using that as an excuse. Oh, if he forgot I went, your I name. Went, I went to my 20th uh, high school reunion <laughs> and I totally used that to my advantage. There was people that I could not remember. I knew it. And I was like, I'm, I'm sorry. I was in an accident. I lost a lot of memory. He does the same shit to which me. Which is true. I did lose a lot of memory and I'm sure to some of those people, I would have been like, no, but I'm sure that there was other ones where I, I wouldn't have remembered them regardless. But it was great to have that excuse. If you're watching this, you are the one of the ones I did remember, but I lost my memory, so I couldn't remember. I'm about to tell a very crass story, and this is the same excuses too. Totally a joke, but I'm going to say it anyway. I'm like, babe, you told me you're going to pull out. Oh, I've got traumatic brain injury. I don't remember <laughs> you telling me that. And I'm like, you lying sack of shit. That's not a true story, but it would have been really funny. And it's me very close times. to the truth. But it felt so good. Very close to the truth. Mm. He has said oh he God. forgot me telling him to take out the trash and stuff. So that's close to pulling it out. Happens. It happens. I did Does forget. It? it was a brain injury. I, I like what Jack said. He said, I call it damage control. <laughs> so <laughs> that's right. Exactly. It's all about creating uh, and spinning the narrative if you, if you need to. So, wow. That's, that's how, yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> he didn't have the brain cells to waste. I just, I didn't I explain this at the beginning of the show. I married him for his looks people. Yeah. Yeah. I used to be decent looking and then I turned into a fat fuck with a weird beard. Your, your beard is, <laughs> it's terrible. It is. <laughs> I tried trimming it because they won't beards. because of because of COVID the the barber shops still won't trim he, beards. Jamie I am scared to do straightens it. Straightens his beard and then he puts the mask on and it indents because his beard is still warm from straightening it. So he winds up with this indention and actually I can see it here. Whoop! <laughs> I grew a beard out once, <laughs> once a long time ago. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah. Do you miss it? Sometimes, sometimes yeah. I'll, I'll stop shaving and uh, my partner, she hates it, doesn't want to see a beard. This is like a beard free zone for her. So, um, oh, she doesn't like real men. Once in, once in a while I get mad and, and I rebel and, uh, that's it. No, that's a good question. I don't. I like men who look like men. I want rough hands. Uh, I want someone who can fix my plumbing. I can't fix my plumbing. If I, oh, if I'm I fix not like that. <laughs> but if I'm dating a guy who can't do anything in my plumbing, nothing in my electricity, and can't reach the top shelf, and he's got soft hands, I may as well be dating Lindsay, which is totally going to happen, by the way. <laughs> okay. Oh. 
That's crazy. I'm not going to watch. <laughs> Wink, wink. Uh, real quick, if you haven't yet, go to streamyard.com slash Facebook and give Facebook or give Streamyard permission to see your name because otherwise we just see you as Facebook user. And there are people that are tagging me and I have no fucking clue who you are. He's shaming y'all. Shh, for shame. Yes, I'm shaming people. Shaming. Oh my God. Yeah. So, okay, normally I don't ask people about their businesses during the podcast because it's supposed to be a not business podcast. I know. Come on. Don't, don't change it up now. I just want to know how you got into doing shoes. <laughs> that is a really good question. Because that is, we've all seen the people go into coffee. We've all seen the people go into t-shirts. We've all seen the people. You mean coffee? I said coffee. You said coffee. Coffee, t-shirts. Coffee. He said coffee. Um, people, comment coaching, on the side. Didn't he say coffee? You know, a bunch of different things, but um, um, there's, there's, you know, a dozen or fifteen different things that a lot of people go into. But shoes is one I've never seen anybody. Yeah, go into. How, how, how did, did that, that happen? happen? Okay, so as I mentioned before, uh, one of my influences was my cousin with the Bears. So mm-hmm. that that's st- started the creativity. I think part of it, although I'm just a creative person uh, overall. But my first job actually. Uh, was selling Ralph Lauren uh, business to business. So people, uh, people in now, I don't even know if this business model would work for them, but people in Brazil would contact me and they would be looking for wholesale items, which are discounted Ralph Lauren, which is very hard to, to come by. But anyways, I would facilitate this process and I was like just polo shirts and shit. Yeah. Ralph Lauren. So and- polo shirts and yeah, right. The whole Ralph Lauren. I look. I I was a lot thinner in those days. I look. I, I I like to think that I kind of looked like a guy stepping out of a Ralph Lauren catalog. <laughs> but that's what I did. I and I became very uh, fascinated with design, actually, and and fashion to to some extent. And so, uh, mount up and the other little projects that I've had have allowed me to at least on a very small level experiment and play around with some of that and shoes just kind of happened. It was, I'm always looking for new things to do and new ways of expressing my creativity. And I came upon a few people. I don't make them obviously. <laughs> I do design. You're like, here, you're your own sweatshop. <laughs> I was able to connect with a few manufacturers, uh, one in based out of Italy, and I only sell those shoes typically once once a year. Uh, I'll put out a design, um, and I'll just kind of see how it goes with those. And they're very expensive, so not a lot of people have the money to to buy a three hundred dollar pair of shoes, leather shoes from Italy. No, uh, so that's a once a year thing. I kind of put out there. Mm-hmm. And then my other shoes are similar to Converse's. They're not Converse's. Yeah, they look like the low top show. Don't sue me. And we and we do. We have low top and we have a high top in multiple different colors. And it's just fun. It's just something that's that's fun and just uh, just a way to express my creativity, really. Dude. So Ryan, you're more into fashion than I am. I'm a girl and I do all my shopping at Goodwill. Okay. She really does, and I'm totally cool. Ninety nine percent of it, I can go and get a whole new wardrobe. Oh, the for rest of it bucks. is is from Zaya or what? What the hell is it? The Zaya. Zaya. That's my workout clothes. Don't be bringing that up. Well, you know, I of course I only do my shopping at MountainUpCaps.com, 
So. <laughs> oh my god, he's such a liar! <laughs> I know, right? My done. I'd get southpaw.com. Hey, you know I just go to the aisle and I pull off what hey, I want. Send me, a, send me a shirt and I'll wear one on the show. How about that? Like, oh, we can do that for you, for sure. I'll be like, because <laughs> yeah, I'm actually wearing pants today. <laughs> we, got, we got you both hooked up. We, got, we have this with the Texas flag inside of it. So really? that's oh. what you need. You need some Texas flares. I, Texas of course flag. I do. I have shorts that have the American flag, and that'll be perfect. America, Texas, the shit out of it. Holy shit! Frank needs a a pair of eleven f f f f f f f f f f f wide feet. I don't know if we make them that wide, Frank, but I will take a look and see how exactly wide they get. But yeah, those are some. Your foot was wider than my dick is long. I know it's crazy. Hold on, let me let me measure. (laughs) (laughs) I back off those trails. (laughs) Give me a second. I've got to. I've got to check. (laughs) I just like like being creative, and that's. It doesn't matter what it is, and I think I've always kind of been like that, and I've been lucky. Even when I was in the military, I had a lot of great leaders that allowed me, and very rare in the military allowed me to to be creative as you can be in the military and, and take a lot of initiative and be independent. Uh, and that's only, you know, made me worse as I've transitioned out and become this, this weird serial entrepreneur. And I don't know how long I'm going to do it for, but I'm just, I'm having fun with it. And mountain up now is sitting one thing. I know we weren't supposed to talk about this stuff, but last January, coronavirus pretty much destroyed mountain up and I closed the website down, closed everything down. We, our manufacturing was all jacked up. I had 200 open orders and a lot of customers that were angry. And I made a promise that I was going to, at first I was just like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I made a promise. I was going to come back and satisfy all those orders, make sure people got refunded. And I had a hard date of, of July, whether coronavirus was still disabling me or, or not. And we did. We 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 got all those orders out by by July of 2020, and a lot of happy customers after that. But um, you know, I'm just going to do this for as long as I can do. We've automated a lot of our processes in the background, so I can just sit here and uh, enjoy your company and uh, uh, just live and well, that's, that's, live a good life as best as I can. And help that's the we actually met was a. Uh, uh, you had contacted me right when I started doing the hats and I was still uh, doing a full-time gig in the oil fields. Yes, you were. And, and uh, Oh, y'all have known each other a while then. Wow. Yeah, I was, I was still working. And we just met Ryan. In, uh, and and no, I was actually talking with him while I was on the rig going back and forth. And this was, and, and I'm almost embarrassed to admit that I was trying to do sales with the, experience and the quality that I was putting out then versus what I'm doing now. The price points were horrible. The, uh, don't make me, everything was, it was, it's, it's quite embarrassing to look back, but then again, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. If it weren't for those interactions, exactly. I don't have a business degree. I don't have the, the, I, I didn't go to any leadership schools in the military. I got fact, out as a in fucking fact, E1. I'm so. almost to my business. Well, it's a minor business, but still, I'm. <laughs> yeah, she's working on her fucking MBA, and I'm. I, I 
it's a, a five-time no, college it's dropout. It's an MBA. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a BBA. But yes, uh-huh. in another three years, you're going to look back and you're going to be like, "Oh my god, look at how much experience I really have." And it, it's going to be some of the, these things that might be challenging or might have been challenging over the last few years are just going to be so easy, and you're going to be able to see into the future, so to speak, uh, on what's what's coming down the line and be able to adapt and, and be flexible and grow. And he's, you'll do it. He's going to be like Ryan Hunt. He's going to pay it forward and help the next little entrepreneur. Be better than me. You better be better than me. Uh, I owe so many people so many debts, not financially, just the people. Yeah, Steve Kuhn. You, you Stephen Kuhn, Robert Garcia, Chris um, Griffith, uh, Brandon Hotop. He he has, you know, he hasn't done anything except for support me. Regard, even when I had, had opened up the business, you know, four years ago, the first time, and was doing the really shitty bar. I mean, it was really good borrower. Just there was just no market for it but people like that that just support 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 give 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 there's so many people that i owe so many debts to that I, there's there's so no way anyone out there it. who's thinking about starting their own business there's help out there they're they're willing to to give you an ear and give you advice so uh don't feel like you're down and out i mean coronavirus hit southpaw pretty hard and there was a time where we thought jd was gonna have to go back and get, get a, a real, real job. job yeah i mean i telling you I thought it was done. I was like, if you need any advice on what not to do, I can really, really, really help you a lot there. Well, that's actually what makes me dangerous is I give a lot of like, don't do this. And they're like, why not? Uh, because I did it, and, and I yeah. <laughs> your question, your Which your one? ultimate question. If not, tell me something I don't know that I don't know. Yeah, that is that is what he needs to know. Yeah, that is the thing I look for now. Is what don't I know that I don't know? Because there's a lot of stuff that I know that I don't know, and I can research that all day long. Yeah, it's the shit that I don't know that I don't know that's going to end up making me float or sink. Period. Plain and simple. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of it, it comes down to when you're doing a business is about luring. For me, at least, I'm I'm what's called a bootstrap entrepreneur. And it's made a lot of people uh, that have wanted to do business with me dislike me because I'm very, I'm creative. I can overpower some of the obstacles with my creativity. But at the end of the day, I, I'm all about trying to reduce the costs as much as I can for, for everything. So I'm just not willing, you know, in the first, in the first year or so, Mount Stop got so huge. I mean, I can't tell you how much we were making every month, but it was quite a bit. I had, I even opened up a warehouse in Las Vegas. That's, that's how busy it was. And uh, I wasted a lot of money and a lot of inexperience. So I learned, I learned a lot of lessons and I I love to just share them with people, especially with veterans. You know, it's my way of, of giving back. Um, that's just me. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think I'm going to go ahead and start. Uh, we need to start wrapping it up. She has to be up at like 4.30 in the morning. It is 9.30 our time. Um, but that being said, I think that's a perfect spot to really kind of end. And um, On a yeah, but <laughs> seriously, if anybody out there is, is new to business or thinking about getting into business, please, for the love of God, feel free to reach out to me. Feel free to reach out to this Ryan. This is the only time I am giving you full-fledged permission to slip in my husband's DMs. 
DM. I fully expect some full-on raging dick pics. Otherwise, no, get no, the fuck not, out of my DM. Not that kind of DMs. Oh my goodness. I mean, I guess it was kind of. <laughs> yeah, I had I had so much fun tonight, and can't thank you enough for giving me the opportunity to come here and tell my little story or two. So thank you. really get to know you, Ryan. Thank you so much yeah. for coming on. Ryan, thank you. Thank you so very much for coming. Um, I need to schedule a call with you in the very near future so we can for continue sure. talking some more. Um, everybody else, thank you guys for tuning in, guys and gals and days and whatever we else. We love y'all. Just anyone you send a uh, request to to join our group, uh, make sure that you tell them to agree to the rules. We don't let you in unless you agree. Fuckers. That's it. Agree to the rules. We've got like 700 pending members because they haven't agreed to the rules. And it's just keep your political crap and your filth off of this and stop. Don't search shit. <laughs> yep. Basically, nope. that's it. Just no don't politics. search. Just stop that. As always, we cannot do this without our sponsors, especially the. Uh, Oh my God! Who is the uh, War uh, Horse? War Horse Legacy. <laughs> the people that don't have horses with PTSD. <laughs> but we well, are going to end it. And, uh, go ahead and say goodbye, Mr. Ryan. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. Thank all you. Right. Thank you very much again, and adios. And there's a little salute for y'all. And definitely try Carrie's. I'm sorry, Soldier Girl Coffee. That's she didn't pay me to do that, but definitely try it out. Is so, she paying you a favor? So I'm just kidding. This is like I love the you, Hob- Carrie. This is like the <laughs> Hobbit where it has like 14 endings. <laughs> yeah, right. We love y'all. Good night, and we will not see you next week. Remember, but be tuning in two weeks from today. We will be back. I promise. Hey, take care.